I'm Amber. And I'm Leslie. And you're listening to The The Grimmistics. been so long i know hi everybody are you guys just so surprised that to find that we're actually gonna post this like when we said we were i know we're back we're back we're back (laughs) insert copyright free we're back music (laughs) we're back (laughs) do you remember the days when we used squadcast and we were like we only have a certain amount of minutes like fucking dilly dally get all your fucking audio figured out beforehand do you remember those days i do remember those days and now we can just kind of like banter back and forth now we can just talk as much as we want i know and now we're not timed on our zoom or whatever either so like we found a secret thing that's not timing us right now that i really hope doesn't change its mind (laughs) no i don't think it will i don't know we didn't think zoom would time us (laughs) yeah but they got greedy they did. You know, we didn't even know who they were before 2020. And now all of a sudden they're <laughs> trying to time us for our or charge us for our time. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, we kind of discussed because um, I did go back and listen to our last episode and we did actually predict the future. And we were like, hey, so we might talk about Jack the Ripper or we might do something else because you were over it. Okay. <laughs> I was over it then, too. Then. Nice. Yes. <laughs> so... It's, I mean, and it's a lot, guys. Leslie has, like, what, over 40 pages of notes? Uh, well, that's just, like, for one episode. So, like, yeah. include the three. I mean, I've done research for three episodes. So we're talking almost probably 100 pages. Yeah. So it's a lot. It's um, a lot. And it's a lot to talk about. It's a lot to hear. So we are just going to ease in with a fun one this time, you know, when we'll... We'll get to Jack the Ripper. We'll finish it. And like we said in our last post, when the last episode goes out, we will make sure to post something about how what episode numbers to look for. So if you want to listen to it back to back, you are more than welcome. But it's just going to kind of come as it comes because we're it's a lot for Leslie to have to recount. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. But honestly, I feel like the episodes as is are standalones because... Mm-hmm. It's not like we're just we're talking about like uh you know the town for the three epi- for two episodes like we're talking about murders I mean pe- yeah people still die <laughs> unfortunately yeah. Yeah. um so for me they're standalone and uh, yeah. yeah it just until you, until you guys pay our bills <laughs> this is what you get <laughs> we're gonna do what we want <laughs> so you know yeah so just just so you know though we'll keep you in the loop for jack the ripper and we'll just keep going as we feel and then once we get to that final episode we will definitely make sure we post it so if you want to listen to the entire story together you can you can yeah so we didn't do a clue um because we didn't know when we were coming back and what we were going to do so this is something that millions of people experience every day millions do but those of us who don't are like like me are like thank god (laughs) i don't that is true um so what we are going to be talking about today is sleep paralysis 
the shutter. I get I get chills just thinking about it. <laughs> well, so you know what sleep paralysis is because I have talked at you in length about how this has touched my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some people out there who probably don't know what sleep paralysis is if they're not, like you said, one of the millions that get to experience it. <laughs> or are just weird as fuck because I, I unfortunately did know what this was before I knew that you had experienced it. And then you told me, and then I have just lost sleep for you ever since. (laughs) Well, for anyone who maybe doesn't have the Google history that Leslie does (laughs) and isn't like me and hasn't experienced it, um, sleep paralysis is a condition identified by a brief loss of muscle control known as atonia that happens just after falling asleep or waking up. In addition to Antonia, people often experience hallucinations during episodes of sleep paralysis. Have you seen um, the show Evil? Mm Mm-mm. So that's kind of the premise, too. So if anyone has watched that, which I'm thinking if you watch Evil, you probably do know about sleep paralysis (laughs) beforehand. But yeah, it's a whole show. It's like on CBS and she literally gets visited by a demon via sleep paralysis. It's, you know, and the humans who experience sleep paralysis probably aren't tuning into that show. <laughs> and he's like a succubus, too. So he's like really nope. nasty. It's, that's, that's on like normal cable. <laughs> things have changed. You know, they can say <laughs> bitch on the radio now. Like things have changed. Things are so different. I know. <laughs> well, and with sleep paralysis, too, paralysis too um, it happens or it's li- they're finding it's linked to your REM sleep cycle. So the rapid eye movement stage. So oh. like deep sleep, um, it's the stage of the sleep cycle where it's considered, it's called parasomnia. So okay. you're, dur- you're in your REM. So you're not like, I guess REM is not fully asleep, right? Like you're still, or is it your deep sleep? That's like your deepest sleep. That's when you're okay. like dreaming. Is that right? <laughs> Yeah. So, so this is what's happening is you're like in a lot of stories. So I do have stories that I found on Reddit that I'll be reading to you guys today. A lot of those stories start with, I was having a dream. They had a sleep paralysis episode and it's like the dream carried over into like what your brain feels is real life. Oh my God. It's like almost like a hallucination. Like your brain can't determine if it's still dreaming or not. So Mm -hmm. it's just this like foggy kind of exactly that's exactly how it feels and what's crazy too is your hallucinations can be visual and they can be auditory so for me i get both hallucinations fucking awful (laughs) and can some people feel things because i think some people Mm -hmm. say that they feel things like crawl on the bed and Mm -hmm. and i i guess i have that situation as well but i kind of add that into like I have like visions of it. So I, my body feels like it feels it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and uh, you know, if time doesn't go too long, I'll, I'll dive into my uh-huh. history. Uh-huh. <laughs> As researchers believe that sleep paralysis involves a mixed state of consciousness. So kind of like what you're saying, we're in our deep sleep, but then your brain almost becomes aware that you're starting to wake up. So it blends both wakefulness and REM sleep. And so in that effect is when you get the uh, mental imagery that can turn into a hallucination. Mm. So I found this article and I'll put the um, links in our notes like we always do, but it's really good, thorough in depth. Like it has a part that says, what does sleep paralysis feel like? And I thought that was really cool because like for people who don't experience it, like I'm just explaining this scary thing to you. Mm -hmm. And it's very scary. 
<laughs> just so you know <laughs> so it the anatonia or it's also the inability to move your body is what is probably the most like terrorizing part of sleep paralysis mm -hmm. so it's estimated that 75 percent of sleep paralysis episodes also involve hallucinations that are distinct from typical dreams as with not being able to move your body these can occur when falling asleep or when waking up <clears throat> <laughs> so like what's horrible is I'm sure there is someone out there who falls asleep and has a sleep paralysis moment and then wakes up and has a sleep paralysis moment. Oh my God. Like I have never had one in the same night, like or on both ends of like sleeping and waking up luckily, but I'm sure mm -hmm. someone out there has experienced that. Mm -hmm. Well, someone must have because we have, we can now say that you can experience yeah. you know, at both mm -hmm. times. So there are three categories of the hallucinations that they found. Um, so there's intruder hallucinations. So uh -huh. these hallucinations involve the perception of a dangerous person or presence in the room. So that is where I fall. Uh -huh. <laughs> Worst case Trust. scenario, in my opinion. Yeah. Chest pressure hallucinations. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> <they're> also <laughs> so these episodes may indicate feeling of suffocation. These frequently occur in tandem with intruder hallucinations. So again, I get to experience that. Okay. So I said the, you know, the first time was worst case scenario. That sounds pretty fucking worst case scenario. I'm sure. Well, and they, number they go hand in hand. <laughs> I'm sure number three is just going to top it. So, <laughs> so this one, I don't ex I, actually, honestly, I think a lot of people experience this and we don't link it to sleep paralysis, this third one. So it's the vestibular motor hallucination so that feeling of flying or falling oh so that's where a lot of people that's why i think this number is so high we don't put that with sleep paralysis right yeah. like because it's not scary <laughs> well it can be scary that. but sure yeah but like that but more it's more startling yeah so but that is a f form of sleep paralysis so interesting mm -hmm. did you are you gonna tell me like the scientific like why that happens do you know? I, not, mostly I just am curious. Yeah. Um, so it's it's kind of like where it falls where your brain is still actively going, but your body is sleeping is why. So like it's, it's so your body is experiencing REM, but your brain is starting to wake up or starting to fall asleep. So it's like it's this weird in between. And this in between is also where a lot of people who do um What's that type of dreaming where you can like leave your body? Lucid? Yeah. Or like astral projection? Yeah. Or, like, lucid uh -huh. dreaming. So it's that stage where a lot of people can train themselves to lucid mm -hmm. dream or astral project. It's that stage of in between. If you can if you can find it and your brain can recognize what it is, you can kind of like control it in a sense. So mm -hmm. it's it falls in that same area where your brain is awake but your body is asleep. Trippy. Right? <laughs> That's all I can say. It's just weird. Yeah. The human body is weird. Oh my Science gosh. Well, in weird. our brains, we don't even know half of what our brains can do. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. With sleep paralysis, your episodes can last from a few seconds, which is like that falling, like, you know, you feel like you're falling and then you wake up um, to about 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. um, the average length of an episode can be, is like six to seven minutes. Okay. But if it's depending on how terrifying that could be, like mm -hmm. se six to seven minutes too long. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh -huh. Well, and um, in most cases, um, sleep paralysis episodes, they end on their own. So you're just in this like terror for six to seven minutes. And then they 
just kind of end and and it's weird like when i talk about my stuff i can kind of explain that but it just ends well i'm just there's obviously a scientific reason as to why these happen but then there's weirdos like me that are like no maybe this is actually like demonic like maybe this is like a visitor and Mm -hmm. you know so does it go away or do they just go they go away yeah (laughs) they're they're Mm -hmm. bored and they're done playing with you i don't know well and that's something too like it's really interesting in this in this article that i found they do acknowledge that like culturally there are different things that people hallucinate that uh, people have come together who have never talked to each other before and they've seen the same thing so there's like this little bit of it that they can't explain mm-hmm. why well yeah like one of the stories that i'm assuming you're going to tell us about because i know you have experienced it mm-hmm. a lot of other people have right like yeah and so it's like without unless i guess we all have that previous knowledge and then we go into it thinking but like did you have the previous knowledge Mm-mm. no i didn't know what sleep paralysis was yeah, before right. the first time well the first time it happened to me as an adult now that i'm looking back it happened to me as a kid a couple times too oh god so, yeah i'll talk about those too <laughs> It sounds even worse. Okay. <laughs> so how common is sleep paralysis? So it varies, but researchers believe that about 20% of people have experienced sleep paralysis at some point in their life. There's not a lot of data among this group uh, about how often the episodes have occurred for people. Um, and it can occur at any age. Uh, but first symptoms often show up in childhood, adolescence, or young adulthood. Um, after starting during teenage years, episodes may occur more frequently in the 20s and the 30s. Weird. So now we're at the point in the article where it's what causes sleep paralysis. See, Lulu, I have you. All right. <laughs> so we don't know. <laughs> oh, sick. <laughs> the okay. exact cause of sleep paralysis is unknown. Uh, studies have analyzed data to determine that what heightens a risk of sleep paralysis, and they found mixed results. Um of course. Researchers believe that multiple factors are involved in the onset of sleep paralysis. Okay. <laughs> uh, sleep like sleep disorders and other sleeping problems have shown some of the strongest correlations with isolated sleep paralysis. Like CPAP? Mm-hmm. So higher rates of sleep paralysis um, are reported in people with sleep apnea. Look at you predicting the future. <laughs> well, it's because I have sleep apnea. <laughs> and you don't have sleep paralysis. That's crazy because no. 38% of people who have sleep apnea have sleep paralysis. So I think, okay, so yeah. if you ask Robbie, my sleep, like, I don't use my mask. Sorry. I hate that fucking thing. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I hate it with every fiber of my being. I don't sleep with it. And Robbie, and, but like, I also have this really bad habit of like, if I sit down to like watch something, I'm going to fall asleep. Oh, Okay. All, like it give me you know give me maybe 20 30 minutes but like I, I, I will fall asleep okay at one point and Robbie thinks it's because when I sit down and I calm down and I kind of like go into that like I just stop breathing so I literally like black out and that's why I fall <laughs> you're asleep. passing out you're not sleeping you're just passing out and that's what Ro- that's literally what Robbie thinks so maybe that's why like I just literally am like knocked the fuck out <laughs> your brain's like more worried about oxygen than it is about <laughs> the demons, demons are like excuse me hello they're like poking my feet she's, and i'm not she's fucking ignoring us guys I'm, and i'm just like dead <laughs> okay so maybe that's why <laughs> sorry mom don't don't worry yeah your gonna mom's die. gonna like come it's over fine. and like make sure you're breathing like i do to ravioli <laughs> i don't even know where my machine is i brought it with me in the move but i haven't unpacked it once i have no since i moved into this house oh my goodness 
See, I hate that thing. Your ghosts are probably just trying to be like, girl, like we are trying to save your life. <laughs> YOLO, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, YOLO if you don't use your sleep app. <laughs> <laughs> I've made it this far, it's fine. <laughs> uh, so it's all, oh, this is interesting. I, I skimmed over this article because I wanted to be surprised by some of it. Uh-huh. Um, sleep paralysis also can be found to be more common with people with nighttime leg cramps. And I experienced that. Oh, is that the one where you're like leg like, or is it just No, cramps? like the Charlie Ho- horse feeling, oh, you God, know? Oh, God, I hate mm-hmm. those. So when I was pregnant, I would get that like near the end of my pregnancy. I think I at one time counted. I got it six times or seven oh, times in one night. my God. Yeah. Are you... Do you not have enough bananas in your life? Are you not I drinking enough I don't water? eat a lot of bananas. I try to drink water, <laughs> but I do not drink a lot. Or that I sounds drink a-, a lot of bananas. <laughs> you drink bananas? I don't drink bananas and I don't eat them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do anything with bananas. Yeah. Um, the six times. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. my God. And that was when I was like big, huge, like sure. past my due date, life was miserable. <laughs> like, uh-huh. and, and for me, you know, I would get the Charlie horse cramp feeling and then you have to almost like force your like toe to point and it really yes. hurts the entire time. And then you flex and you point and then it feels better. So yes. I, that's kind of surprising. I didn't Like what are know the correlations? Yeah. So, I mean, blood flow would be my guess. Well, I used to get them when I was on dialysis and I just mm-hmm. figured it was because I was severely dehydrated. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. My my wonderment, too, is like how blood flow works with all of this. Or if you're like, maybe you're sitting there and your body, like, you know, people like tense their jaws when they're sleeping. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're like... Oh, I grind my teeth in my sleep. You're yeah. like clenching your, your muscles mm, to the yeah, point so that maybe, they're... Yeah. Maybe it's that and like oxygen. Yes. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what sleep apnea is. I know it's yeah. like a lack of oxygen. Yeah, and if there's a lack of oxygen, like, not only to your brain, but it can mess with your muscles. To your, yeah, to the whole flow. Well, we just fucking solved it in 18 minutes. Look at us. (laughs) (laughs) Pay us, (laughs) sleepfoundation.org. Maybe I'll wear your stupid CPAP machine. No, okay, but, okay, last thing about CPAP. I was like, just just give me, like, an oxygen. Like, if I can't breathe, like, I can sleep with the oxygen. Oh, the nosy things, yeah. Yeah, Those are easy, but instead, the the sleep apnea machines are, like, a fucking I look like a firefighter like I have a picture and if I don't know if I want to embarrass myself and put it on that much blast but it's hysterical and it's me and my fucking mask and it's like no I'm not sleeping in this thing <laughs> I think you should put yourself on blast <laughs> put, think about put, it, it. <laughs> put it with the episode pictures since you're the one that posts them yeah no, that's what I mean I'll think about it if I want to embarrass myself that much <laughs> so some studies have also found that people who show traits of imaginativeness and mm-hmm. disassociation oh. <laughs> um, from their immediate environment, such as daydreaming, are more likely to experience sleep paralysis. I can tell you right now, my job is a lot of data entry and I catch myself daydreaming all yeah. the time. So okay. uh, that is, and I don't know, my d- daydreams are kind of weird. I just dream up scenarios that might happen and how I might respond to those scenarios someday. And you just <laughs> do that during your during the day? Yeah. See, I don't do that. I do that. Yeah. Oh, no. Like if I am not actively learning something at my job or if it's just something I like am repetitively doing, like my brain just kind of like floats away. And then I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the most recent daydream. I was like, what if someone just like called me a cunt? Like right, (laughs) (laughs) right to my face. Like, what would I say? (laughs) Um, 
<laughs> so now I have like a scenario in my head where hopefully in the moment, <laughs> if that ever happens, I can play it out. <laughs> um, as I have been called that name to my face uh, once in my life. Really? And I've never been called that. <laughs> Um, I can say it lovingly as my, my sister-in-law, um, okay. <laughs> Robbie's sister <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> to my face. Like, yeah. To this day, the only person who's ever said it to my face <laughs> and, uh, I just kind of stood there. I didn't really, I was like, <laughs> see, this is why you need to daydream. <laughs> so you'd have a comeback ready to go locked and loaded. What was your comeback? So uh, my mindset was that it was a man, just a man with a question mark on his Ooh. face calling me a cunt. And I think I would go with, well, you're a fucking prick. Like you, that's just eye for an eye. <laughs> I yeah if a, if a man called me that oh, yeah. I would probably lose it throw yeah hands. like yeah so eye for an eye like I my favorite word to use when I'm like arguing <laughs> with a man is prick like it, it upsets them so much <laughs> so there you mm-hmm. go I've never called someone that either oh I don't get in fights very often. I guess uh, <laughs> verbally I'm just well you know it's my family we're just very <laughs> we're very vocal yeah <laughs> but we're very vocal yeah so imagination and daydreaming is also, man, I, like I said, I like skimmed over this article and just found that it was like really good information. And I, it's describing me like live on the air. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I say this out of love and this yeah. is a genuine question. Do you feel like you're, you maybe have like ADHD? Oh, completely. <laughs> just undiagnosed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Right. That kind of sounds like it. Uh-huh. Like your mind is wandering. No, but it, you're laughing but like you said like if you're not actively learning something like your mind like i don't i don't know what that's like no but your brain just no. like stays focused on what you're doing yes i'm very oh my god no like <laughs> i if it's something like i know how to do and it's like muscle memory like even with my job i have to re- read reports and all the reports are different I still like wander and I'll like, it's almost like I bring my brain back and I'm like, wait, did I read this part? Cause I have to fill it out on like a side form and then I'll go back and read the report and really focus on that. And I have to like, my brain is repeating to itself, like what I'm looking for. So I don't get distracted. Uh-huh. But, like I'll read reports and like the song we don't talk about Bruno has been stuck in my head for three <laughs> weeks and I am actively singing that in my head constantly. <laughs> it's just like background noise. <laughs> 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 that sounds nice uh, it's really chaotic up here <laughs> it's mine just like really sad and, <laughs> and yours just sounds mine's nice. just like running a thousand miles a minute it's like like poor leslie whenever we like get together and like can sit and talk like you can you i know you see me like i'll bring something up and then i'll go on a side tangent and my story lasts like 30 minutes and then i come back and i'm like so that's why I stopped taking my vitamins. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, oh, oh, okay. That's where we ended up. And Leslie's such a good listener. She's just like, uh-huh. That's okay, though. I'm a talker, too. So I can be distracted, like, when yeah. I'm talking. That's, you yeah. know. Typically, I'm fortunate I can stay on a task. But that's why I edit. That's why I edit yeah, that's, her stuff. That's why Leslie edits, because uh-huh. I get distracted. <laughs> And I do, like, if you listen back to the ones that I edited, I'm sure there are moments where you're like, what? (laughs) (laughs) No, now I'm going to have that in mind. I've never thought about that. Before. Oh yeah, it's like chaotic up here, and like oh, it's funny. constantly going. Like my poor, why do you think my husband's so quiet? <laughs> <laughs> I married a quiet person so that my brain could just kind of throw up and like word vomit <laughs> everywhere, and he's word just diarrhea. like, yeah, uh-huh. and he's just like, uh huh. He's along for the ride. <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, no, I That's guess funny. I never realized I've never opened up about what my brain does. Yeah, it's like constantly going. It's exhausting. So sorry. I know. No wonder you are tired all the time because you make so many decisions. <laughs> I know about scenarios that are probably never going to happen. Hopefully. But if, if someone calls me a cunt, I know what to do. If a man calls you, and I don't say that word, if a man yeah. calls you that word, girl, we will throw hands. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure if my mom still listens to this, I'm sure she'll be very mad at me for saying it like six times. <laughs> <laughs> I said that's one word that I don't. I've I've called not to their faces, two people that in my life. <laughs> anyway, back to sleep paralysis. It's okay, it's a short episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can tangent in short episodes. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> So for most people, sleep paralysis is not uh, dangerous. Um, it's just causing emotional distress. Oh, it's just emotionally <laughs> damaging you and causing trauma. But honestly, it's not, not dangerous. dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> It's classified as a benign condition and usually does not happen frequently enough to cause significant health effects. Uh-huh. Usually. Usually, unless you like, you know, die because you're so scared. Uh-huh. Yeah, but there is um, about 10% of people who have more recurrent or bothersome episodes that make sleep paralysis especially troubling. Um, <laughs> that sounds so nice. <laughs> mm, it's pretty bothersome. I can, I can vouch to that. I'm, not, I'm never excited like, yeah, I sleep love. paralysis. <laughs> <laughs> nope, don't do that. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, so it provokes anxiety around bedtime, makes it harder to fall asleep. Uh, sleep deprivation can lead to excessive daytime sleepiness and numerous other consequences for a person's overall health. So I guess that's when it becomes a problem is yeah. when you're avoiding sleep. Yeah. If you should do the research on like, if you don't have sleep, like you basically, oh, it's crazy. you basically go, go uh, yeah, insane. Oh my God. I know. Like, honestly, during the newborn stage, like we were very lucky and our daughter, our daughter started sleeping through the night at like two weeks pretty much. And I'd have to wake her up for her night feedings. <laughs> mm -hmm. But like when we hit those sleep regressions, though, like four months sleep regression, like killed us. And I like walked to work. I, I didn't walk to work. Not <laughs> I walked not. into, <laughs> yeah, I walked into work one day and like my coworkers could just tell I was exhausted. And one of my coworkers was like, are you okay? And I was like, I get why soldiers are tortured with sleep deprivation. Yes. Like, I felt like I was going insane. Like, yes. I, I literally wanted to cry all day for no reason. And you can, <laughs> like, hallucinate and do yeah, some, like, it's crazy scary. shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just horrible. <laughs> I'm so lucky. Again, I'm a sloth. I will literally sleep anywhere, anytime. It doesn't matter. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm pretty. I Once I'm, like, down, I'm good. It's like if I'm sleeping and then get woken up, that's when it messes with me. So like a lot of the time I'll, um, so now what are the treatments for sleep paralysis? So the first steps in treating sleep paralysis, um, is speaking to a doctor in order to identify and address the underlying problem that may be contributing to the frequency or severity of the episode. So that's something they're finding too. Sleep paralysis is linked with stress. It's linked with slight mm. sleep deprivation. Um, I can say for me, like, it happens more frequently, um, definitely when I am stressed. Um, not so much with sleep deprivation because, like, I haven't had an episode since ravioli was born or anything. So, for me, it's definitely more linked to stress. Which makes sense because if you're stressed, your brain is still working and it's going, mm -hmm. still going a thousand miles a minute. And yeah. if that's what literally causes this, it makes total mm -hmm. sense. Well, and if my brain is already, like, consistently going a thousand miles a right. minute, like, when I'm right. stressed, it's, like, hyperspeed. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, there's no... I should probably go see a doctor about ADHD. <laughs> 
should maybe get medicated. Yeah, <laughs> it might help. So there isn't really any anything to treat sleep paralysis. There's limited scientific evidence about the most effective treatments. And because it, like it's just everyone's stress is different and manifests differently. Like people get this for different reasons. Like it's really hard to treat something that's different for every single person that goes through it. Mm-hmm. Many people don't know how common it is, though. And I, before I started doing this research, I didn't realize how common it was either. I didn't realize when, until you said the number. Mm-hmm. A study has shown, too, once you realize how common it is, it's almost like it slows down because your brain oh. can, like, put a name to what you're going through. I thought you were going to say the opposite. Like, once you know about it, then you experience it. And I was like, God damn it. And like when I, so like I experienced it as a kid and I kind of forgot about it. And then when I started experiencing it in my early 20s, it happened multiple nights in a row, like back to back to back. And then once I like Googled it and looked into it and put a name to it, it like slowed down. It was weird. I'm, well, I'm curious if it's just because you're terrified and yeah. you're so scared yeah. and so you're thinking about it. Yeah. And so. And then you actively like cause the episode to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. So. I like thinking spooky though. So we can put all these scientific things and then at the very end we're going to say, nope, it's a demon. Well, I mean, yeah, it's. Except uh, for you. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. Well, I mean, for me, when I explain what I've experienced, it's, it's demon-esque. Um, yeah. <laughs> So whatever's going to help you sleep though. Yeah. And that was me. That was being a judge. I was was doing. Yeah. That was a gavel. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) You're Uh welcome. Um, So (laughs) a lot of recommendations is like establish a routine, optimize your sleep space. So like make your bed the best mattress and the best pillow for your needs. Um, You hear that, Craig? (laughs) Yeah. I need a new mattress. (laughs) I need a new fucking mattress. Right. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, just tell him you have sleep uh, paralysis and the doctor said you need a new mattress. <laughs> um, it does recommend uh, reducing alcohol and caffeine intake, um, and especially in the evening. Um, and then remove distractions because that's kind of what keeps your brain up. So if you're on your phone, TV, stuff like that, like you're, it keeps your brain active while your body's trying to go to sleep. So those are some things to avoid sleep paralysis. Do you guys have a TV in your bedroom? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we do too. I know they say you're not supposed to, but... I mean, we don't watch it very often. And, like, usually it's if we're watching, like, a show that we're both, like, obsessed with. We'll put on one more episode before bed and then we turn the TV off. But um, there are medications that are known to suppress REM sleep. And those may stop sleep paralysis. But medications have side effects that can cause a rebound in REM sleep when someone stops taking them. So... Sleep, but is that even good though? Because you no, need REM. You like do. That's when you get your best sleep. Yeah. So that's like where uh, that medication is usually used for people who have like narcolepsy, who oh. can just fall asleep like even more at a drop of a hat. Um, <laughs> like not actually be like actually yeah. diagnosed. Yeah, yeah. actually <laughs> diagnosed. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And so they do have to suppress their REM. But I mean, any sleep medications are just so. I don't know. I look at them as so dangerous. They're just so it can just throw you off. Like, of course, if you need them and a doctor tells you and you feel safe taking them, of course do it. But like, for me, it just seems so scary to like really throw off your sleep. If you take them for a long time. For me, I love popping a Benny, a good old Benadryl. Oh yeah. And then I get the the fucking best sleep of my life. (laughs) Well, and then it's not a sleep medication. Like, yeah, it's for my allergies. 
So that is like the research and the scientific study behind sleep paralysis. Good job. Thank you. And I'm sorry. I'm trying to figure out how Reddit works because I saved. Oh, here they are. Saved. You're so hip. I'm so hip. Um, So I saved a couple of um, Reddit stories of people. So there is a page on Reddit for sleep paralysis. And then there is another page on Reddit for sleep paralysis stories. So mm-hmm. it is after reading all of this stuff, it's super common and people experience the same stuff, which is crazy to me. I don't. Yeah, I see. That's where we have demons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, like I said, I can understand if you experience the same stuff. Like if you've, if you like go in, like me, like I have the knowledge. I've heard of, you know, the hag. I've heard of these things. Mm-hmm. So I can understand why I would experience it because these are already in, these in terrible thoughts are yeah. already here. But for someone who is totally from scratch, has never experienced this, has never heard of this, mm-hmm. for them to experience the same thing. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in coincidences. Nope. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Yeah. <laughs> nope. So um, I'll do the a couple of stories and then I'll go into my experience. Um, okay. So there was one and I'm so bummed I didn't save it because it was so cute. Um, so there was a nice experience and I don't have the Reddit oh. user, unfortunately, because I was reading it last night and I forgot to hit save. Um, but someone just experienced they were laying um, on their belly and they felt what felt like a cat jump onto their back and just kind of do the little cat massage and roll up in a ball and sleep on their back while they were experiencing sleep paralysis mm. and they don't have a cat. So it was just like, shit out of me. I mean, it's I, scary, but I mean, compared to what you could see, I yeah, would, right. it I could be like an cat. old lady sitting exactly. on your back. Yeah, exactly. Which does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah. So someone is, ex- and cats are actually really common, um, which I think is interesting. Cause like, if you look at it in like a, like in through the history, like Egyptians worshiped cats, things like mm-hmm. that. Cats are very like spiritual. They're associated with mm-hmm. witches and things like that. So I think it's very interesting that yeah, you look for your cat. mind's broken. Yeah. No, he's not a fucking witch. He's just a demon. <laughs> well, um, but their yeah. cats are looked at as like these entities. So I think it's interesting. There were a lot of stories of people who felt like a cat presence while they were doing sleep paralysis. How so, funny. Yeah. So, you know, if you want to keep it on the spooky side, which is what we're here for. So of course we're going to, um, cats, uh, could be demons and which i will say okay so you know the whole spooky like black cats were like bad luck the folklore mm. they're like this and then there's like the typical spooky kitty like <clears throat> where their backs all fucking raised and yeah. they looks terrifying after owning a black cat that's just how he he, he just behaves that way yeah. like he just acts that, so now i understand why everyone said they were fucking cursed yeah because they really are weird fucking cats yeah no i've had that's the oh that's right you have you've had one yeah i've had two black cats i've I've never had another type of cat so they're they're very unique and i think it's so crazy because with cats they're not really like there are some breeds but you don't describe them as breeds you describe them as like their fur color their cat yeah Yeah, right yeah a tabby an orange yeah so it's interesting that their fur color is kind of what gives them their personality and it's kind of like how you would describe a breed of a dog yeah, he's for sure not spooky though, or not witchy because I was doing, I was playing with my tarot cards and he was trying to chew my bag and I oh. had to tell him that's not very respectful, Ripley. <laughs> or he is spooky. He's just like chaotic spooky and he doesn't care that it's respectful or not. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. So the first story that I have saved, let me unlock my phone. Okay. 
comes from child obtainer 08 which is weird (laughs) i don't like that no i did not look at the names of people so i apologize (laughs) if they're inappropriate (laughs) my first and most terrifying sleep paralysis story Sorry for the long story, but I need to get this off my mind. So I turned 15 a few weeks ago, and this story takes place sometime close to my birthday. I'm going to start by saying that this was my first sleep paralysis experience, and it was by far the scariest thing I've ever experienced. So I'm kind of a night owl, and it was the weekend, so I figured I'd stay up late and play Xbox. But tell oh time kind of slipped away from me and all of a sudden it was 4 a.m i decided to head to my bed and fall asleep a few minutes after lying down which is rare for me but i remember it starting with a dream i first recall that i was with my mom and dad and we were in a school gymnasium there were lots of other people there too and they all looked like normal people and then armed men show up asking for all people over the age of 10 to line up and get down on their knees so my parents and everyone else is hella scared because <laughs> they hella. hella cause they think the men are going to shoot us. So my parents start begging them not to do this to me. Then a man comes over, but I'm not sure if I can even call him a man because it was just a black figure approaching me. Hmm. He then takes me away and guides me towards a couch sitting on the on the corner of the gym. He then sits me down facing the wall and tells me to spread my arms. All I can see is the wall, not him. But out of nowhere, I feel a sharp pain go straight on the top of each shoulder. Mm. I look to see what looked like two pocket knives in each of my shoulders. And it was the worst pain I've ever felt. But all of a sudden, I wake up in my room very fast and confused. I can still remember the feel of the pain of the knives in my shoulders. I look around my room and see nothing but my room how it was before i fell asleep mind you my bed has a headboard behind it which is important to the story okay (laughs) all i want to do is scream but i just feel like i'm buried into the back of my pillow i look up to see the same man same man slash figure sitting on the headboard of my bed he is looking straight down at me except all i see is a void of black which should be his head he leans in the and closer and till he eventually is right next to my head then all i can hear is the breathing in my ear this is now the point that i'm the most terrified i've ever been in my life then eventually i wake up sweating just like i ran a marathon drenched in sweat i slowly sit up in my bed trying to process what just happened after what felt like hours of sitting there i check my phone to see the time it's only 4.15. I'm shocked by knowing what I just went through felt like hours. I then get up and go take a long, cold shower. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. I think the worst part is the thing sitting on your headboard. Mm-hmm. Like the visual picture of that yeah. is awful. Yeah. Terrifying. So that's kind of like the how they describe like if you're having a dream and then when you have sleep paralysis, the dream can like bleed into real life. Um, so that happens pretty frequently for people. Ugh, the demons oh. like Seppo. I'm just making a little side stop here. Yeah, exactly. Um, so then let me see here. So the next story is written by wicked sweet mocha. Hmm. It has been seven years. It hasn't happened in over seven years. I had completely forgotten about it. 
At this age, I am now 37. I never thought I would experience this again. After having experienced it my whole life, here it goes. Something weird about seven. Right? Seven's a weird number. Mm-hmm. December 24th, 2022, approximately 3.50 to 4 a.m. Eastern time. <laughs> that was like a month ago. I know. Um, okay. Going to sleep, part one. I fell asleep normally, peacefully. The dream was maybe 10, 20 minutes long. I was in a strange room. Three large husky hands reached from behind me, grabbed me from the back. I can feel and see their hands and arms reach over to grab my wrists. They pulled and I immediately knew I was sleeping. I wanted out of the dream. I forced myself to wake up. In the dream, I said, no, not this. Wake up, wake up, wake up. My eyelids heavy, extremely hard to pry open. After what felt like 50 seconds, I got out. I recognized it at the time as a normal lucid dream. I fall right back to asleep seconds later. I'm tired. I didn't think too much of it. A few minutes pass, then I'm in this dream again. I'm back in the same room. This time I decide to explore it. I'm familiar with it, being from the first dream. I feel like I know the room, but it feels warped, like it's not mine. But it's not necessarily scary either. The lights don't turn really turn off. I see a few flickering in other rooms, calling my attention to them. I play around with the switches. I walk from room to room. It almost feels like these entities created this room for me to feel safe in, like it's my home. But it does it definitely was not. I see the bed again, and I figure I want to move on to another dream, so I'll hop into this dream bed and go pl- <laughs> and go to play sleep. I'll get into It's a weird way to look at it. <laughs> yeah. I get into bed and sleep. I wake up this in the same dream, in the same room, again, more than one presence of a man hovering over me. I'm mm-hmm. confused as to why they're not revealing who they are in the dream. They typically have some sort of figure or face. This time they told me to, they tried to hold me down. I freak out and I immediately try to scream for my teenage boys in real life. I struggle to yell for help. Help, I start violently shaking in the dream to wake myself up as these men hold my eyes shut now like they placed a hoop over a hood over my eyes it's black my eyes are opening up in real life because i see my actual bedroom and my nightstand but i still feel forced to be in this room with these men at the same time in the dream i'm stuck in between sleep and awake I shake harder and force my eyelids open. They felt glued down. It's so frustrating. It must have taken two to three minutes to fully open, but I finally got them to open. I wake up in real life, told myself it's okay. This time I'm just going to drink water. I drank my water, adjusted my body, and gave it a few minutes. I picked up my phone to prove to myself I'm awake. I did not want to go back to that nightmare. It was getting silly at this point. I figured it might have been the tom waits album i was listening to who the fuck is tom waits and let's not listen to that album ever i don't know (laughs) i don't know combined with the artwork i was looking at all night prior so don't look at weird artwork and don't listen to whoever tom waits girl maybe you should like reassess your life (laughs) two minutes later i allowed myself to go back in i fall asleep part three the final straw I wake up a third time in the room on the on this dream room's bed, not mine. Same position I was in, but this time they were waiting for me. Mm. I heard them telepathically talking to me and each other, and I immediately and immediately held me down in bed and started touching my body. It was so uncomfortable I felt extremely violated. They were trying to put something under my stomach, like a poison, to keep me asleep. 
Okay, I'm scared now. Nope. I, I yell, help, help. And this time I wake myself up immediately with my actual voice. I audibly, in real life, said help in a muffled voice. The boys didn't wake up. I woke up. I sat up in bed, tried to knock myself awake completely. I looked around my room and the wind- uh, the windows for light. Everything is completely fine. I readjust and don't want to go back to that. So I changed music on my iPad and picked up my phone and started writing this. It's now 6.39 a.m. Eastern Time. <laughs> Phew. I hadn't been, I hadn't, haven't been hesitant to sleep since 2004 or 2005 when I had a similar experience to this, but that's longer than seven years. <clears throat> anyway, <sorry. laughs> but that one involved an in real life presence in the room and lucid dreaming combined. Ugh. I actually woke up my sister crying, screaming, and she came to me on that one. It was evil. I knew it was fully awake hearing it in my room. It was with me in real life and I heard it moving next to my body and it felt its actions while I was fully awake. I just thought I was done with it. It had been seven years, which Leslie did the math and it wasn't. I I had it. (laughs) I mean, not solid math, but I doesn't sound about right. 2004 (laughs) to 2022. I had a divorce. I moved three times. I've changed careers. I went on with my life and now it's back. I'm very, I'm a very rational person, the rational explanation is being sick and melatonin and crazy music. I'm not scared, but after three times in one night, it's kind of alarming to fall back. Any of you guys went years without experiencing it, then bam, they're here. Yeah, and that's how she left her po- her post. You know, honestly, what I first thought of was aliens <laughs> when she was saying that they were like trying mm-hmm. to put something in her. Hold her down. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And like she can see. I was like. Uh, my brain went aliens like maybe maybe but god that's a whole other can of worms that like yeah if you're if you're experiencing that are you actually like is your body being or you're like your brain being like teleported or yeah. i don't know aliens are weird i mean and that could i mean for some of these though when you're feeling like so for me we can go into mine but like for me it's not multiple entities so like for her like aliens might actually really be yeah. like a thing for her to explore <laughs> is she in new um, mexico is she yeah is where she are you the, the area yeah. <laughs> yeah so for me um with my experience so i realized while i was doing this research that i actually had some experiences as a kid and i never realized what it was that's what you were saying so for me i used to always have this dream where um i felt like i was awake and I would look into the corner of my room and I would see two big angry Dobermans or Rottweilers. It would change and they would be barking at me and lunging at me, but something kept them away from me and I would lay there and I couldn't move and I felt like I wanted to scream and I wanted to get, I could like look around the room and I saw my parents' room down the hallway and I couldn't like move my body or wake up and scream to get them. So that happened a handful of times like I I remember the dream clear enough that like it was pretty recurrent for me growing up see and you say dogs I'm thinking like hellhounds like especially because you said Doberman which are like mm -hmm. hellhounds kind of look like Doberman yeah yeah so oh my god yeah and I mean and the Dobermans were more common than like the Rottweilers but it was always like you know the when you're a kid like the dogs that were like the bad dogs yeah the scary dogs yeah, <laughs> yeah some sort the of scary stick, dogs scary yeah. dog yeah mm-hmm. yeah that the bad guys always had when they mm-hmm. have those live action movies so 
so that was like my first experience and I kind of realized like recently that that was sleep paralysis Mm -hmm. because I wasn't able to move I wasn't able to scream and then I, I would like come out of it and then I would look in the corner and nothing was there and I felt like I was like going crazy because I I, like I was awake oh my god that's terrifying and how old were you um I want to say probably like that probably ranged from like six to like nine oh my god was pretty frequent so scary yeah um and then my more recent situation so this happened when I was in my early 20s it was after i was 21 um so i had this reoccurring it happened every day for a week or every (laughs) night for a week so i would wake up and i would feel like a presence in my space but i wouldn't be able to move my body my arms and i did find in my research that a lot of sleep paralysis happens when you're laying on your back Mm -hmm. um i don't really know if they ever knew why it's just like probably with oxygen and stuff you're laying on your back like but a lot of people experience it laying on their back so i do remember this in all of my dreams i was laying on my back when this would happen so this one i was laying on my back and i couldn't move my body i could only move my neck my head from side to side Mm -hmm. um so i could see my room and it was the same room because in my early 20s i still lived with my parents (laughs) so -hmm. it was the same room that i grew up in with the dogs so um I would move my head side to side and I would um, be able to do that, but nothing else. And it felt like there was like a heavy weight on my chest and it felt like somebody, somebody was sitting on me. And so I looked up above me and there was nothing there, but I felt a weight. And then I saw something move in the corner of my eye and I looked to like the same corner where those dogs were. Like it was always in the same corner in this room and I saw this and we'll post a picture because later I learned that it was a um, it's called the sleep paralysis hag. Mm-hmm. And it is like this little like troll gremlin looking creature that's crouched for me crouched down and they're on their legs and they're squatting down and her hands are just kind of up. <sighs> and she has long, crazy, curly, straggly hair And for me, it started out with her body turned away from me. And then she whipped around and looked at me while it looked like she was holding something. Oh, no. (laughs) And Leslie has a camera now. So she gets to like see me move and reenact this stuff. So she turns and looks at me. And that was the first dream. And then it went away. So I was like, well, that's really weird. Like, that was a nightmare, blah, well, blah, blah. that's really weird. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, well, I'm never sleeping again. Okay. Well, <laughs> and as soon as she went away, I could move my body again. So it was the end of the episode. And then every night that night, I was visited the same way. I felt the pressure on my chest. I looked in the corner. She was sitting there. But each night, she was closer to me then she started so she started across the room then she was a couple steps closer and then by the last night I had and we're hitting sleep deprivation because then I'm freaked out I'm not sleeping well for an entire week I was still going to college full-time and I had a job that I was doing full-time so like I my world did not stop spinning because I wasn't getting good sleep and so the last no the second to last night I did the whole process And this time she's sitting on top of me and her face (laughs) is like right in my face. And so 
I had I have like this little mantra that I chant to myself where I say like you're okay like this is a dream like anybody probably in a lot of these stories that they post on Reddit it's just to remind your brain like you're sleeping you're sleeping you're sleeping and so she got like right in my face Mm -hmm. like I could feel yeah I could feel her breathing on me like I felt the sensation of someone like breathing on me and I closed my eyes really tight and I felt like my whole body like squeeze and then I wiggled my toes and I got movement back and so I like I just like popped forward and like just kind of knocked yourself out basically yeah I Uh I pulled myself out of it and then I did not sleep the rest of that no shit (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure I went got up and went into the living room and like watched tv and I'm sure I fell asleep on and off on the couch but like I was pretty much up yeah right it was done and then the last night that it happened with this um it all started the same I felt the pressure on my chest but this time she was across the room again so I was like oh like so this is the game like we get really close and then we start over (laughs) but this time when she looked at me I blinked and the only way I can describe it is like you know how the flash like moves and like when he's drawn or in tv they do like the lines behind him to show like how quickly he's moving here yeah yeah Uh and then there's like the the blur uh so that's what she did so she was in the corner she looked at me i blinked there was a blur and then she was on top of me so and then that one i couldn't scream and i wanted to and i couldn't move and again she got really close she breathed on me and then she laughed and then i was able to pull myself out of it it's the looking it's like yeah the looking's freaky it's it's the (laughs) like but the fact that she like it's just existing and then it's Mm -hmm. almost like she acknowledges that you're awake or that you've Mm -hmm. noticed her in your spirit it's just there's something about the look i (laughs) i can't yeah so when i have these sensations and a couple of other things happen to me too my throat it feels like my tongue is like i feel like i'm having an anaphylactic reaction like i feel which i've not had before so i'm i'm assuming this is what it feels like but my tongue feels like it's swollen and my throat feels like it's too small Um, like you're suffocating almost yeah so it feels really tight in my throat and then i get a ringing in my ears and I've learned over time the ringing in my ears is how I know that this is happening because I wake up and I hear like a it's just like a constant buzz like a buzzing yeah and then it stops when I'm actually like fully awake okay what if like the buzzing is like you going through like a dement like what if you are some sort of like astral projecting and the buzzing is like you coming back into like this my body yeah yeah this realm or whatever the sphere Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and that's something too with people who, um, you know, feel like they astral pro- project, like you're, you're moving freely and your body's still there. So it might be like the tether between like, because I, I don't see myself when I'm laying there, but I do like feel like I see my room fully. Th- I feel like I see it through my eyes while I'm laying in bed, but I also see like the full picture. Yeah, so it's like, I can kind of bounce back and forth. Well, and it's like, you know. It's like, Sim, it's like Sims mode where you like get really <laughs> close to your Sim and then you can pull away and look at like their entire room. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's like part of like your reality and that reality is like mm-hmm. meshing, right? Like you're yeah. like blending in. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Because, you know, they say like time is like relative, like we're all on a on a on a line. And it's like if something, you know, changes, we can bump up to the new line and we're on that line of, you know, so what if it's like parallel universe type thing? Like you're you're on the line, you're riding the line and then you just bump up to you know, whatever <laughs> universe. Sorry, yeah. little little Rav just came over and she was smiling. She looked yeah. so excited. <laughs> She's just having some feelings today and daddy's trying to help with the feelings. It's okay. She's like, yeah. we're done with this. And But God, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad. In the ch- the chest thing, like... Yeah, that's my least ugh, favorite part. My, that and my throat feeling like it's closing. So then I hadn't had, so I had spoken to an old coworker and explained to her what these things were. And she's the one who put a name on it. And she was like, it sounds like you're, you have sleep paralysis. So I looked it up and I hadn't, I mean, I didn't know what it was, but after that week I looked it up and then the, um, I found a picture, which we'll post, um, of the sleep paralysis hag. And it was identical to who I was seeing. I'm going to Google her. Yeah, just so like I have refresh a refresh your memory. A fresh, yeah. Actually, sight. Google her and then describe what you see, so someone <laughs> else can like give the words. Oh, good. She likes. Some of these are absolutely fucking horrific. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I don't know if you can, like, see. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're, we're talking like a freaking demon looking status, a big ass, like, so my <laughs> nose, I do see a, a, if my nose was hooked, if my bulbous wasn't so fat, I mean, mm. me, my, actually my hair currently, I'm <laughs> like, it's all over the place. Um, and he's like, looks like he's strangling, like you said, like suffocating mm. right on, on someone's chest, just pushing down. Like, that's what it fucking looks like. Yeah. And what's crazy is these pictures I mean, and they're drawn and they're painted. They're not like, you know, no one's taken a picture of the hag, but they have been done at many different times in just our existence. In history. In history. Thank you. And they all look pretty close to the same. Yeah. I just saw. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> These are fucking nightmare fueling. Um, we're talking <laughs> like. Like no limbs, like freaking like contorting her body. Ooh, I've never seen um, that. Mine <clears throat> never gets up off her off the crouch position, so I'm glad I've never seen her stand up. She's <laughs> terrifying. There must be a movie called The Hag because she keeps popping up and she is oh. horrific looking. Yeah. Um, let me just keep doing uh, this lovely Google search here. <laughs> one of them you were talking about, like all throughout time. This one looks really freaking weird and sketchy, and this actually kind of looks like what they describe, like um common these are kind of like what they say angels look like Mm. like really like almost like shapes and just like a mass of like you can't really exactly tell what it is but Mm -hmm. and this one has breasts (laughs) so (laughs) so we know we're dealing with someone who's got breasts she's the hag i guess but well let me send you oh yeah see so this is what i found and i saw let me brighten my phone real quick and guys, we'll post all these pictures. I know right now we're like an auditory thing and this is, <gasps> yeah. So this is what I Googled the first time. It's like Quasimodo meets <laughs> like the um, lady from Shrek who has like the crown braid. Yeah. The, the ugly stepsister. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we'll post all these pictures, the ones that Leslie found and then the one that I Googled and it was her. Like that's what I saw in my room. Oh my God. So 
my coworker explained to me what I was experiencing. Um, she'd never experienced it, but she just like you knew about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so she actually, and I had told her it happened for like a week and it wasn't, st- it seemed like it was stopping and it was getting more progressive where I was seeing her move and things like that. So she actually had a necklace that she had blessed and it was an evil eye necklace. So it was eyes all around and it was like almost a choker. And so she let me have that and she said, wear this and, you know, it'll protect you, but you have to believe that it'll protect you. Mm -hmm. And so I wore that um, and I did not have a dream that night and I did not continue to have dreams for many years after that. But. (laughs) (laughs) But I did have a sleep paralysis experience probably was when we first moved into the house. So two years ago. Oh, no. Mm Mm-hmm. So, and this one, it wasn't, because I was starting to recognize what it was, it wasn't, it still sucked, and it was still scary, of course, yeah. but it wasn't as bad. So, the hag wasn't in this situation. I was laying there. I was next to my husband, and he slept the whole time, and the next morning, <laughs> he didn't even, but he didn't even say, like, I was moving, feel me abnormally freaking out or tossing and turning or anything. So all of this truly did happen in your subconscious. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't like twitch or anything. You didn't like moan or anything. No. It was all in your subconscious. Yeah, nothing. Which is almost even scarier. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> so he um, said nothing was like strange. And this time the hag wasn't there, but the dogs were back. See, and that's weird. I've never heard of the dogs. Yeah. I well, and I was reading stories and like there's a cat sensation, but I've never... I, I, I shouldn't say never, but I have not found a story where someone has a dream that dogs are chained up in the corner of their room and they can't reach them. That's so weird. See, because I'm thinking hellhounds. That's what that was the first mm-hmm. thing that came to my mind. Yeah. So that was the situation um, most recently. And I haven't had a sleep paralysis moment in a while. Um, I had one after the dogs coming back, but nothing scary happened. I just couldn't move. But again, which is scary, (laughs) let's just say, but like, you know, no hallucinations or demons or whatever. No lady sitting on your chest. Yeah. The other one I've heard about is like the hat man. Oh, I haven't heard about that one. You tell us. Um, Well, I think he's just like a like a shadow creature, but he you can see he has like a like a hat. I don't like. Yes. Yeah. Like a very traditional old school. And they just call him like the hat man. Weird. Okay, so when Craig and I were at our old house that we were renting from my mother in law, I had, it was more of a dream. I didn't feel like I couldn't move my body, but I felt like I was awake and I saw a woman and a man in like Abraham Lincoln style clothing and the guy had a top hat, but I saw their faces and they just stood in the corner. That was more freaked me out. See, that sounds weird. Well, that one freaked me out because that was when my husband had to help out at the cemetery. And so I thought he had brought someone home. with him and then maybe I asked, he did though and well i asked them to leave and i'd never seen them again so he so they were there they yeah. were literally just visiting yeah see and that's even creepier that it was just a glimpse in time yeah right? <laughs> yeah and it was like the first week that my husband had to help out at the cemetery because someone oh wasn't working there anymore they must have they must have like sensed that he was a safe presence and they I felt hope. safe with him so yeah. then they came home and yeah. then you were like, nah, bitch. It's well, not that and safe. they were standing in front of my door and I like roll over and see them. And I was like, well, and they didn't move. They just stood next to each other. And then I was like, That's can you terrifying. leave? And they did. <laughs> can we not do this right now? Yeah. I was like, can you leave my house? And they did. And I never saw oh, them again. Oh my so. God. I'm so jealous. This makes me, I, 
I'm not jealous. Like, don't be jealous. <laughs> but like, I just haven't experienced anything. I just have FOMO. I'm sorry, Leslie. You've got ghosts that have like literally tried to ruin the podcast and you haven't experienced anything. But they in so long. That's what no. I was trying to say. It's been a really long time since they've said hello. And I just have well, FOMO. And I mean, in my stuff too, it hasn't happened for years. So I don't know. It's just... I think it happens when it needs to, but unfortunately, mine are more scary than yours. <laughs> I know yours are so scary. Yeah, which is probably why you're super into talking to yours, and I'm super into shutting mine down. <laughs> <laughs> like even the nice Abraham Lincoln-looking guy. Like, okay, cool. <laughs> no, like no, I appreciated no. that he was kind and left, but like my, I think for my brain, because I've had like sleep paralysis and these hallucinations and these demons and stuff. Like, for me. I shut it down and I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> well, and let's just say, like, I don't see full body apparitions very often. <laughs> that's a little different. <laughs> then I would probably say that's enough. Yeah. So, but yeah, so that's my sleep paralysis experience. Oh my God. I know. Thank you. So hopefully you guys liked to, I kept telling Leslie, I was like, it's going to be a quick, fun one. <laughs> I think it was fun. Yeah. So, you know, as fun as talking about demons visiting you in your sleep can be. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's that does sound really fun. I mean, obviously not the demons, but I like talking about this. Mm -hmm. Well, and like the feeling of like not being able to move and like, you know, now that I know my ears ring and buzz like they do, it I it pulls me out of it faster because I'm able to like understand that I'm experiencing something. It's not. It's not as foreign. Yeah, it's not actively <clears throat> happening to my body. It might be happening like on a different plane or level, but it's not mm -hmm. actively happening like in my home. Um, and then once I realize that my ears are buzzing and like my brain's able to like link that those uh, my experience is happening because and the ear buzzing comes from that, it stops pretty quickly. So I don't think I'm fun to play with anymore <laughs> <laughs> because like, I've, I've learned it. the tricks to pull myself out of it pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. so but yeah that's sleep paralysis guys damn good job thank you hopefully my story was just as scary as some of the ones i read <laughs> um i think it's they're honestly even scarier because <laughs> you've got something sitting on your chest that you can like physically feel mm -hmm. but there's just something weird about that yeah so but that's that so you guys will post pictures of what leslie found and then also i'll send mm -hmm. in the one that i found that I recognized before mm -hmm. Googling. Um, and then, yeah, you guys let us know what happens with you. Is there something weird going on while you sleep? Do you, are you one of the percentage that actually experiences sleep paralysis like me? Like, so sorry. Blow us up. Let us know on our social medias about your stuff. Yeah. Ooh. Hopefully you don't, but well, hopefully. But it'll be fun to share stories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, I would like to point out to um, everybody, because we have our podcasting friends. Um, I did something at the start of this year. I am going back to social media like it was used back in the late 90s and early 2000s. I have turned off all my notifications. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where are you leading up to this? It took me a second. <laughs> I have turned off all my notifications. The only time I know something is actively happening on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, all of it is when I choose to be on the app. So if you message me, I am not ignoring you. I <laughs> just am not on and I only check it when I'm on. <laughs> she Amber is just um, practicing safe 
online, you know, mm-hmm. it's a good relationship it was to a, nurture you. You remember back in the day when we'd get on MySpace because we wanted to and we wouldn't check, we'd check, I mean, we wanted to check it, but we would check it when we were able to and. It was like the anticipation. Yeah. Like you needed to check to see how many things you would have. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I don't really care that much about that. I just felt like now it was like <laughs> an, ang- like now, back then I loved, I loved the anticipation of knowing uh-huh. what was going on, but <laughs> now I. I was like ne- needing to check it. I would see an alert and I'd be like, oh, I need to get that. Like it would bother me. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, that's so annoying. I need to get that off my home screen. Mm-hmm. And so I was needing to. And so I just decided this year I didn't like that mindset. So if you reach out to me on socials, I'm not ignoring you. I'm just living my life like an early 2000s babe. And I'm checking my social media when I have time. Honestly, that's really good. Thank you. That's how it should be, I think. That's kind of how I am with um, some platforms. And I wish not like TikTok. I'm like obsessed with oh, TikTok. Oh, TikTok, but... yeah. I mean, I don't have notifications for TikTok, but I'm on it always. <laughs> yeah, I don't have I don't post anything either. But yeah. Oh, um... I post some things. But but I that's like a after ravioli goes to bed. That's my wind down time. <laughs> I get it. That's like my form of entertainment. Yeah, here. so. But yeah, so reach out to us on social. Tell us about the weird stuff that happens when you sleep. Or it doesn't happen like me. Yeah. <laughs> or just weird things in general. We are always happy to hear weird, weird things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Love weird things. Uh, no clue. Just realized that maybe I should have come up with a clue because I've said I'm not doing Jack the Ripper. I don't I don't have a clue. I have no That's idea. Okay. So. We're coming back from break. We're getting back into the swing of it. So, you know, if Leslie can come up with a clue, uh, maybe we'll post it on social media um, like we used to. And then, um, yeah, we'll just let you guys know. But we are going back to our two episodes a month so every other week you'll hear from us again yay yay (laughs) okay all right guys we'll keep it spooky and we'll talk to you later that's cute keep it spooky (laughs) okay sorry i ruined it you want to try again (laughs) i've been trying for something for us to say at the end did you like that okay i did i do like keep it spooky all right guys we'll keep it spooky and we'll see you next time we'll see you then bye bye